Hey, hey. You hear me now? Yep, it's way better now. Amazing. How's it How's going, it man? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. Just um, been up and went for a run this morning, so feeling feeling good. Oh yeah, well that's good. I've been I've been home because of the whole self isolation thing. Yep. <laughs> and I hate it because I can't hit the gym. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of at home workouts. Yeah, um, same, same. That's buddy and I decided fun. that we would um, aim to do a thousand push ups a day. <laughs> so. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. So we've been going at that. I'm I'm still trying to hit my hard. That's pretty good. I'm still like trying to hit about hundred, like hundred a day kind of a thing. Nice. And build that up. Absolutely. Yeah, but I'm still a long way. If I have to put thousand there. But that's okay. Like you got to start out wherever you are, right? Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yep. All right. So let's get into the podcast. So hey guys, what's up? I'm Nicole, and uh, Thrive, uh, the owner of Thrive Health Solution, Jordan, is with me. Thank you, Jordan, for coming on. Awesome. Thanks for having me. And tell every, thank you, and tell everyone um, what you do and what Thrive Health Solutions about. Sure. So. Um, as Nicole said, my name is Jordan. I'm a registered kinesiologist here in Ontario, and I am a certified health coach. And what I do is I guide people to changing their lifestyle so that they can cure themselves of type 2 diabetes and drop excess weight. Thrive Health Solutions is wow. a business that I started um, when I was a personal, so I, I was a personal trainer and what I realized mm-hmm. was that our healthcare system is the equivalent of giving someone a fish in that old adage of um, give a man a fish, feed him for a day, teach a man to fish, feed him for yeah. a lifetime, right? And I thought, yeah, what if that, instead yeah. we took a different approach to this and we taught people how to fish? Well, we would... Oh. change the healthcare system so yeah that's that's a little backstory well, there yeah so talk to me about like what what changed you like how did you come about Thrival solution and what was because i i i read about Thrival solution and it talks about how you believe that mindset is the ultimate game of like losing weight and like if you have if you are in self-control and if you have a mindset you can do anything mm-hmm. in the world so talk to me about that yeah, so I, I like that you did your research. That's fantastic. So um, when yep. <laughs> we want to, let's say we want to make a change in our lives. And yes. specifically, yeah. let's look at health. So let's say we want to make a health change. Well, mm-hmm. in almost all cases, our bodies want to be healthy. The default mm-hmm. of our bodies is healthy. And if we're not there, mm-hmm. it's because we're getting in our own way. Does that make sense? Right. Right. So yeah. if we're in 100%. our own way, we have to ask ourselves, well, what is it that's getting in the way? And ultimately, mm-hmm. that's our habits. We have a, a, a pattern of actions that we do that constitutes a habit. And this habit, when mm-hmm. we do it over and over and over again, gets in the way of our health. So I went one step further and I said, well, where do our habits start? And they all start from our mindset. And have you ever had an experience in your life where something happens to you 
and you make a change and yeah. this might have been a change that was like really difficult in the past but it was like something just like clicked in you and the change happened and then you never look back yeah yeah and so 100%. ultimately that's a mindset change and so what what yeah. i really like to do with my clients is help starting with the mindset change because that clears the path for everything else that we do and until we start there we're really just wasting our yeah. time yeah I, add on that i think it comes down to the fact that if you're not happy with what you're doing for example if you're overweight or like if you like say you know you want to pursue music and you don't like that and you're doing something instead that like builds up and then you, like the only thing you're looking at is that you have to make that change Mm-hmm. which uh, if you if you make that for example for me i was like eight months back i was in a shithole like i was doing all the shouldn't be doing it's it's about like not like i was like sort of like curtailing what people wanted thing so like everything what people think is cool you do that and then i was like hey this is not working out because i don't feel myself and working out why not just give my shot at what i love the most and see what happens mm-hmm. and every day now when i wake up i'm just super pumped and happy and you know it's just a great feeling mm-hmm. good for you it takes like a lot of guts like, to yeah. do it yeah like just i was like super pumped like we, we were all chilling last time and then we i was like yeah i have to go to bed because i have to speak to jordan and discuss about these things because I feel like everybody needs to hear this more because uh, a lot of people neglect all these things, which are like really valuable stuff. Because I feel like if ev- my, my goal is that if everybody can hear that, uh, like, happiness is the main goal and not. Mm-hmm. And if you put happiness on a pedestal, the high people will get after that is going to be amazing. Yeah. Um, so can I touch on happiness for for a second? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So happiness is is a really interesting um, thing that that we strive for. And when Mm. I'm speaking with clients, one of the things I always dive into is, well, why do we want the things that we want? Right? Like, so if someone wants to make a change, let's say they want to drop excess weight, I want to lose 60 pounds. Why? Mm -hmm. And often what we'll end up coming to is well, then I would be happy. And I think right. that a lot of the times we're living our lives in a state of unhappiness. And mm-hmm. we think that we are, um, we think that we are unhealthy. So then we are unhappy. But I like to think of it in the other way around in that we are unhappy, which leads us to being unhealthy and happiness is really a choice. Right. It's a mindset. It's a way of But I feel like, isn't up. it like, in, sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Go ahead. Nope. That, that's basically it. Okay. But do you think like insecurity has a big role in it? Cause I feel it does. Mm-hmm. Cause if you, cause if, for example, like if you know, you're being making made fun of like you're overweight, Obviously, it's going to affect your mind and then you're going to be like, hey, I want to lose weight because people are making fun of me. Yes. So and I feel like like wanting something and who you want to be are like two different aspects, um, you know, 
Yeah, I totally agree with you. Like, yeah, yeah. So, like, it's just about, like, what you want. Like, for example, like, yeah, I mean, just, like, what you want to be is, like, so different. Like, what what are your thoughts on that? And, like, John, on that. Um, What are my thoughts on wanting to be something different? Like, what, like for example, if you, how how do you deal with, like, insecurities and, like, how do you how are you able to like say that hey this is what i want to do versus that this is what people want me to do kind of a thing yeah that's a good question and it does uh tie really nicely into the whole happiness thing so yeah. in order in order to change a situation i think in almost all cases you first have to accept the situation that's at hand and so Right. The reason I say this ties into happiness is let's say someone's insecure about themselves and they're unhappy. The first thing that they need to do is really accept that they are insecure about certain things. And they they really need to accept that, okay, this is the way it is right now. And I have the power Mm -hmm. to change it. Because as long as we're sitting there fighting all of that, no change is ever going yeah. to happen, right? Yeah. Um hundred percent. Yeah. So it if someone is listening to this and you're feeling insecure, I really encourage you, even though it's gonna feel like crap while you're doing it, really be honest with yourself in a kind way and just look at the situation for what it is and accept it. Because once you do, now you can move forward and now you can make the change yeah. that needs to happen. And I feel, and a lot of people just think that, like, if you're insecure, it's a bad thing. And it's just you. But all of us have been there at some point. So it's just a normal thing. And then once you passed it, it's just like, now it's it. And it feels really good once you pass the insecurities. Mm -hmm. Oh, so I want to talk about, like, what's your backstory? Like, what made you, like, have Thrive Health Solutions? And what made you, like, pursue happiness? And what's your whole thing about it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so... This was, I, so I do a lot of thinking that's (laughs) kind of goes with, with the job, but I had, I had someone ask me, why do you want to make an impact? And it was an interesting question because as much as I had considered so many things, I hadn't considered that. So I'm going to start my story there because it really led me to doing all the things that I've done without me even knowing that it was there. So it yeah, was I'm so pumped to know that. <laughs> yeah, so it and it was honestly just so innocent, but it was back when I was about 10 years old. Mm-hmm. And so we were in elementary school and I grew up in a very small white town. Like everyone mm-hmm. was white. I can count the amount of people who weren't white on a single hand. <laughs> and yeah. so okay. You know, we're 10 years old and this Sikh boy comes to our school okay and you know we're all looking at him like he's got this thing on his head what's going on um and so naturally he he just didn't fit in and we were playing like a manhunt or a tag or or some sort of game and he wanted to play with us and one of the kids said no he can't play and it was at that point that you know even as a kid you know what's right and wrong yeah, of course. Yeah. And I said, 
you know, I had this big internal battle and I was like, you know what? That's not right. And if he can't play, then I said, I'm not playing either. And I went and I hung out with him. And so we became um, actually quite close. And after that, everyone else accepted him. And it was, that was like the first time I really tasted what it was like to have an impact on someone. So like the entire group was like just backed out because you said no? Yeah, so they played like five minutes or so. It was really short. And then everyone came over afterwards and was like, all right. That's powerful. That's so good. Yeah, so um, the other thing that as I was growing up is I've always been a really emotional person, like really highly sensitive. Yeah. And I used to view it very negatively. It was this, it was a very much a burden, a curse for me. And so right. one of the ways that I escaped this was through video games. And I played video games six plus hours a day. And wow. so the reason I share that is I wasn't dealing with the problem. All mm-hmm. I was doing was escaping from it. Yeah, for sure. And so eventually I just shut down emotionally. I said, I'm not feeling anything anymore because this but is, was, this was that because you were um, like insecure about like people thinking like emotion, like having an emotion is a bad thing. I, I would guess that that had part of it. Um, right. A lot of it was that it was overwhelming. So when I'm right. in like, when I'm with people, I'll yeah. often feel what they're feeling, which, yes. you know, when you don't understand that these aren't yours, they're other people's, it's just like mm-hmm. constant bombardment. And so largely it was just overwhelming for me. Why? Um, so I just shut it down and I said, no more feeling. That's enough of that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you can only go so long with that before you decide that, you know, I actually want to live my life because emotions are so important in everything yeah. that we do. Yeah. So I went to university and I had to start to open back up emotionally. And this time I said, I'm going to do it differently than I did it in the past. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to befriend every single emotion. And I want to understand exactly what this emotion is telling me and why it's here and, and what it's doing for me. Yeah. So that took, um, you know, that took probably about two years to fully get through that. But when I finally did, the problem itself was gone. And I was much happier and more peaceful because of it. And then I became a personal trainer. So I did my degree at McMaster University in kinesiology. And we learned about obesity, diabetes, and heart disease in every way possible. (laughs) And so I became a personal trainer and at the gym, my specialty was obesity, diabetes, and heart disease. And so when someone came in with one of those issues, it was like, you just go to Jordan. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. And so... Oh, and else you were also like a professional uh, saxophone player, right? Yep, yep. Back in high school, I played saxophone professionally. That was... um, That's crazy. I did not know that at all. Yeah. So (laughs) just to touch on that for a bit, I was, um, I got my, so I, have always been into martial arts 
Yes. And at one point I was training with a coach and he wanted me to go and take this more seriously, like try out for Team Canada's kickboxing team. Mm -hmm. And I asked myself, so I was also playing saxophone at the time and I asked myself, which do you want? Do you want like to go fighting, which would likely lead to brain injury? Or do you want to go <laughs> and play saxophone? So I, I chose saxophone. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. What well, was that? Because you were scared that it's going to like damage you. Like you're saying, like it's going to be more serious and the injuries are way worse. Kind yeah. Of thing? Yeah. Okay. I mean, like okay. you get punched in the head a few 10,000 times and, um, yeah. you know, eventually it starts. At the time? I was um, 15 or 16. Okay, that makes sense why, you know, you would be scared. That's how everybody would be at that point, right? You don't know how uh, it's going to turn out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I was doing the personal training. Yeah. And I was working with people to lose weight. Mm -hmm. And I started to really study people and their behaviors in a different way than traditional university institutions. Love that. And... I started to look at it more psychologically um, and anthropologically, like looking at them as humans, like what is it, what is actually going on here? And what I realized was mm -hmm. that the people who were struggling to lose weight were often struggling because they, the food or whatever had caused them to be overweight, whatever these habits were, yeah. were their form of escape. Just like mine was video oh. games, their form of escape is something else. It might be stress eating, might be wow. binge eating, it might be chocolate, it might be like, you know, one specific food, like brownies or cake or yeah. whatever it is. But ultimately, it was often a form of escape. And so until we addressed the thing that they were escaping from, they are never going to lose weight. At least long term, yeah. you know, you can follow a, a diet plan for a month and, and lose a couple of pounds. But yeah, I'm interested in permanent change. Yeah, I know. I feel that because like f with me uh, also, like it's like I have like a set diet, which means like I have like shakes and like, you know, I, I'm, I mean, like I have a set meal usually every day. And mm -hmm. most often than not, I am not bored with that just because I know that this is healthy for me. And like my my like getting more muscle and like working out is something i really really enjoy and so i'm ready to like l m eat like even though i'm like a really crazy ass foodie like i love eating crash and stuff like that mm. but at the same time i also love keeping a healthy diet throughout the week and sometimes maybe you know during the weekends is like a cheat meal kind of a thing for me but um yeah but the thing is i think i i know what you mean because like if you're happy with it Kind of like it comes down to happiness, right? Like if you mm -hmm. you have to enjoy that process of yes. uh, getting there, and like the process is really important. It is. We can all imagine ourselves on like the top of the mountain, looking back and being like, "Hell yeah, I just climbed that thing." A hundred percent, yeah. But the thing that I think a lot of people and programs are failing to mention is that the only people who get to the top are the people who enjoy the climb to the top. A hundred percent, yeah. Like, if you don't enjoy it, you, you're never going to get there. Like, if you don't embrace the dirt, you don't embrace failure, you're, you're never going to be there. Yes. And so, for people who are listening to this, one of the things I just want to clarify is that if you're listening to this and you're going, 
Well, I hate the gym, so I guess I'm stuck and SOL. Um, I encourage you to, to think that that's not actually the case. You don't have to do it by going to the gym. And just because the mountain you're imagining isn't the one you like, doesn't mean there aren't other mountains for you to climb. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Each one to themselves. Like you have to more contextualize what you enjoy and do it with that. Like for me, I like going to the gym. You like going to the gym. So it's a good thing. Someone instead, someone would be actually in, like, for example, like someone likes calisthenics. That's still working now. That's still um, making sure that you're fit. So they like there are so many different streams at this point where you could go in and, you know, be more more contextual to what you like and enjoy absolutely and i you know um it doesn't have to be like some people just really dislike working out um and yeah to be fair it's objectively boring you just do like repetitions of the same thing but what i encourage my clients to do is if you don't want to do that find a hobby that's active might be tennis or badminton or rock climbing or a martial art or running or hiking or like whatever you want. Yeah. There's so, there's so many different options today. And like, there's so much you can do. Like why the the thing is, it comes down to the fact that like people Mm -hmm. have to like, like you have to make the change and the mindset to have that change. Cause a lot of what I hear is just excuses. Every time, like if you suggest someone to something, they're going to be, Oh, this is not going to work out. So I'm not going to do it. Like you, like you said, and it just comes to like escapism and like having, not having a mindset and, you know, making excuses. It just comes down to that. Mm-hmm. And so I think another really important thing that I'd like to share with everyone is that you don't have to win a hundred percent of the time. You don't have to eat clean 100% of the time. You don't have to go to the gym eight days a week. (laughs) It's it's about voting for what future you want. And so every time you do an action that takes you towards the future you want, great. Every time you do an action that's going to take you further away, well, then you're going further away, but make the choice, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people are like, a lot of people just think that there are set ways to do something. And my take is like, they've got it all reversed. Like, why does it have to be that your mantra to success is that you go to high school, like you go to high school, university, and then you get a good job and then you make money that, that, that you could do anything today. Like I could not just drop out of university and still make a career and like be happy Mm -hmm. and make money off that. So I feel like a lot of people just think that, having set rules or set given ways of doing something is the way to do it. I feel like that's not, that shouldn't be the case. If you enjoy something and you know the way you want to do it, you should go ahead. Like Mm -hmm. don't listen to people. Absolutely. Even if it's your parents at at some point. Yeah. Yep. And just follow your gut. I think, you know, I cannot agree more. Yeah. It's, I think coming back to healthcare, our healthcare yeah. system is really the the former, right? I'm going to just tell you what to do. You're just going to do it, 100%. and then it's going to work. But yeah, I looked at that and I said, "Well, that's <laughs> that's that just is silly. That doesn't work." So yeah. instead of me telling people what to do, I get people to tell me what they're going to do. That's a really good approach. 
And, and you know, sometimes it's like, it, in rare circumstances, I'll offer a suggestion and maybe just offer a tweak, but ultimately it's, it's their decision. Um, I'm just there to guide them, but they have to drive the car. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Is it, are there like sometimes scenarios where they, you're like, Jordan, why are you asking me to tell me what I want to do? You, you, aren't you the trainer? Aren't you supposed to tell me? Is it, is it like a common thing with clients? Yeah. People often do ask me that. And then I just yeah. say, how well has that been going for you in the past? Yeah. <laughs> they often yeah. go fair yeah. enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, also, uh, I want to uh, stress about, uh, I want to talk about what are your thoughts on cannibalism in terms of like losing weight or like in even health, in general fitness? Do you, do you recommend that to clients? Is that your niche kind of a thing? Sorry, ask the question again. So uh, I want to talk about like, do you prefer clients uh, stuff or cannibalism? Like, is that your thing? Cannibalism. Like, yeah. I'm not sure you have the right word there. Cannibalism oh, okay. means well, eating other people. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> Guys, I'm from India, so my English sucks. Yeah, so. That's okay. You Your go. English is great. I was just, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not the word you're looking for. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, so what are your like, thoughts on, like, how, do you think, uh, like, weed and stuff like that helps people? Oh, uh, okay. Um, I think ultimately it, it comes down to the individual. Because mm -hmm. let's say... I mean, let's look at weed because here in Canada, for anyone that's not in Canada, it's legal. Um, yep. It often gives people the munchies. So what that means is people will sit down with a bag of chips and there's like huge cravings for <laughs> for whatever your, your guilty pleasure is. And then you just yeah. destroy it. <laughs> um, <laughs> is this after, after like smoking the joint? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And so right. that clearly gets in the way. However, if you're being conservative about it, uh -huh. um, you know, like you're not over indulging, then yeah. if you're just having a tiny amount, it, it really shouldn't yeah. impact it. I don't know that it would right. positively impact it unless it helps right. you with anxiety or depression. And those are the things that are getting in the way. I want to talk about that. Like, I don't, I mean, I'm obviously not knowledgeable enough to know how weed helps like anxiety and depression, but like, since you, you have the credentials, I want to talk about how, how does it actually help anxiety and depression for people who actually suffer from anxiety and depression? Mm -hmm. So full disclosure, this is not something I've actually, um, studied. I did not learn about this in okay. school. Um, Fair enough. I'm talking from personal experience at, in this. Okay. Yeah, I think the way it helps is it changes the way that we think. And so when you're like, when you're smoking weed, you think about things in a little bit of a different way. And ultimately, anxiety and depression are symptoms. They they are not the problem. They are symptoms of our way of thinking. Okay, right. And so anyone listening to this, you can test this out really easily and that if you start thinking right now is COVID, right? So this is a perfect time. If you start thinking yeah. about how everyone is going to die and society is going to collapse and that 
um, you are going to contract it and it's going to suck and you're going to get anxious. <laughs> that is, 100%. that is just how the body works. You, your thoughts yeah. create your feelings, right? So, yeah. Um, conversely, if, if we're looking at depression, if you start thinking, wow, you know, everyone else has it just so much better, or I'm a piece of crap and I don't deserve yeah. anything or, wow, remember how much better life was five years ago or, you know, something like yeah. that, you're going to feel like crap. Yeah. You're going to feel depressed. So 100%. if, if um, smoking weed helps you to change that thought pattern, then that's often, I think, yeah. where you're going to feel the largest effects. Now, there is effects of CBD, which is um, which is a chemical in marijuana, where it Why? physiologically does calm the body down. And why no, like, yeah, it, let's just say it calms the body down. Um, okay. And so, but does that mean like you have to consistently be taking that in order not to feel any, like in order to be feeling normal and not anxious? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. And I don't think that things like that are a good solution if anything they're like a temporary yeah. solution because I, I feel like it, it's like an escapism manner where you like you know you're not able to deal with yourself because you're not in control and then you look at these other options which help you um calm yourself essentially yeah. so i think if someone wants to use it as like things are getting out of hand and they just need like a little bit of assistance to get their mind back on track then i mean yeah. while you're learning to strengthen that ability mm -hmm. sure mm -hmm. but if if that is mm -hmm. your only solution then that's where problems yeah. come up why fair mm -hmm. enough that makes sense also so i want to add maximum value to have whoever is listening so i want to talk about what are your th thoughts on like like just like what would your two cents be to people who are right now just unhappy and like in general aspects, like everyone in any industry, whether it's school, whether it's a nine to five job, what are your thoughts on just improving your mind, like improving your life and how do you do mm -hmm. it and just be happy? Yeah. It's, um, you almost have to like go through, um, a pile of crap first and then you come out on the other side clean <laughs> and yeah, that's, that's hundred percent true. I agree totally to that like if you i feel like if you haven't failed enough there's never going to be a point where you're going to be successful like every failure is a learning experience and that's just what you need to dwell yeah. on so the first thing i would recommend to people if they are unhappy in their lives is really be willing to take 100% responsibility for what happens in your life that means yeah. from this point forward or whatever point you decide to take responsibility that you are 100% responsible and it's not 95% because you're having a bad day. It means day in and day out, you are choosing to be 100% responsible. So you are choosing the thoughts you're going to think, you're choosing the feelings that you're going to feel, you're choosing your responses to situations, you're choosing the actions that you're taking and it's Love no that. one else's yeah. fault ever. 100%, 100%. And talk to me about like, how, how do, for people say who are not, not like, 
who who even if they make that mindset and they change themselves and you know stop caring about everything and then how do you tell your parents like if they if they don't support you and what you do and they 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 i guess i don't, it's it, it's not i guess it's a person to person answer like it's not really con- it, it is contextual but um what would your take be like mm-hmm. for someone who actually cares about the parents opinion and you should fairly do so cuz like at the end of the day they brought you up so it's obviously a concern in your mind right yep it it absolutely is a concern but it's also not their life and 100% we are all on our own paths and yes you want to be respectful of of their wishes but um i think ultimately we need to start with with trying to understand where they are coming from and so not listening to them to respond but listening to them to understand because they want what's what they perceive to be best for you right they think let let's yep. just say med school is going to be what's best for you this is going to set you up the best in life and we want that for you yeah but they yeah they are also forgetting that you know what maybe that's not actually best and Right. What they ultimately what they want is for you to be happy and successful. It's 100%. just that their version of happiness and success is different than yours. So I think it's showing them that look, I am still going to be happy and successful and I appreciate your concern and I appreciate what you're wanting for me. It's just here's the way that I want to make that happen. Yeah, 100%. I just want to add on to that is that everybody has a different reality so if you love something you like and you're really passionate about it do it enough and prove people enough that you can actually make that side hustle an actual career instead of like being like hey oh i want to just do i love music i want to do music and i'm just going to leave everything and start doing music i think uh, well that's also my personal opinion but i want to say that the outlook i have is that i'm doing whatever i'm doing at this point which is music and my business and you know all these podcasts and stuff like that because i enjoy it but i'm doing it enough and making it a side hustle so that the day something actually works out for me i can leave everything and be like hey this is what i really enjoy and then i've i've proven to people that i've been working on this for a lot of years the whole one whole decade and then be like hey now i'm actually going to do it because it's an actual thing and i'm i'm and i'm enjoying it more and this is what it is so just long story short is that work enough and execute enough on whatever you want to know that now you can actually make it instead of a side hustle a career thing and a long term thing mhm absolutely yeah and um so i was going to ask you something just slipped off my mind um Yeah, so I just wanted to ask you like was your journey always that you knew that you what what you wanted to do and you were like really clear about it? No. No. Oh god, no. Yet no. Like how many times did you actually be like bro, this is not working out. I should like you know the times when like it really gets hard and like should I even do it? Yeah, um does every day count? <laughs> um I th- I think in the long term, yes. Like I feel like if you're looking at it from a long-term perspective um 100% like I I myself have doubted myself 50 times like am I doing the right thing because everybody keeps shitting on me and telling me like this is not the right thing I'm doing. So yep. <laughs> you know that does to an extent affect me 
um but also then i'm like i tell you that i can't wait to shit on your face when i actually make it and be like <laughs> fuck you so that that's what motivates mm-hmm. me more or less that's pretty much it but like like i'm saying like do you have that a lot yeah absolutely there's i did not know what i like i i've always known i wanted to help that that has been for sure but how i wanted to do that is that's been all over the place and it's it's like super cliche but um okay yeah i didn't 100 it's almost like i didn't choose coaching it's like it it chose me like it came into my life just kind of suddenly um yeah and i'm not saying that that's the way that it has to happen but the point I'm trying to make is I I felt lost in, in what I wanted to do for a very long time. And I think it's once yeah. I, re- Oh, I don't, I don't mean to be, make you uncomfortable mm-hmm. if you don't want to like, you just, just putting out, putting, no, no, I'm an open book. I don't mind. I'll share anything. All right. Perfect. Um, yeah, I felt lost for a long time, especially in university, you know, they ex- expect you like society expects you to know what you want to do and you're like i don't know who i am how could i possibly know what i want to do and i think the thing that really helped me was figuring out who i am and in me building this coaching business it's been a um a journey of personal growth as i figure out who am i and who do i want to show up as in the world yeah Mm -hmm. It's so powerful. I think, yeah, I think it just comes down to the fact that you put every, like you put yourself on a pedestal and like people expect you to be some, this one person who knows everything and has sorted out everything. Like I cannot tell you like when people, when I, when I dropped out from my, in the university in India, I was studying it and I came here, my parents were like, so now you're going to do a career here. And then like, like McMaster is going to be a launching pad to like your job and stuff like that and i didn't say anything to them but i'm 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 like thinking like why is that like why do i have to be put under that pressure that this is the only way that i'm gonna make money and be Mm -hmm. happy you know like i still as of today i don't know where i'm gonna go and what i'm actually gonna do i know that these are the things i really really enjoy and these are gonna be it's gonna be around something like that but I don't, I still today don't have a clear mind if you ask me, like, what I want to be in the next 10 years. I don't. I mm-hmm. just don't. But I, 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 and I think people should not think about that because if you're in the current moment and you're enjoying the present, the past or the future does not at all matter. Yeah. It's, it's really about living in the present for sure. A hundred percent. Like, you have today's day. I think I want to talk to you about gratitude. Like, what do you think of that and how, how, how does that affect your everyday life? It is huge. And I cannot stress yep. it. That's why enough. I asked you that. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's at first it's uncomfortable. At first it's mm-hmm. un it feels unnatural because it's it's just not something that I think we naturally do. But once you start to consciously be grateful for the things in your life, it um it's powerful. It, it is. And I don't really know yeah. how to explain it. It, it just changes everything. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we all view the world through a certain lens, right? 
And when you start to be grateful, it's like you're taking off these pair of shit covered glasses and you're putting on like clear glasses, maybe a little rose tinted. It's like the world just. Yeah, you put it, you put it really well. I like that. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) this morning I was on my run, so I'm training for a marathon Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I've like never been a runner and I'm running five K's now and it just, those shit covered glasses just come on so fast. And yeah you know, you're running and you're tired. It's been half an hour and you're just like, Oh my God. (laughs) But what I've (laughs) really been working on is it's, it's not, um, a physical, um, incapability. It's a mental one. And in that, when you're running, it's your mind that wants to quit before, well, before your body does. And so what I've been working on is being grateful as I'm running. And so this morning I was just, grateful that we live in a safe society where I can walk outside on a what's today Wednesday on a Wednesday morning go for a run and have zero concern for my safety that's true and that's and thankful to the country and the government and uh, the police who takes care of us and the army absolutely yeah absolutely it's a big thing and people uh, people just forget about stuff like this and you know like even right now with the COVID-19 I am super grateful for all the health officials who are going to be struggling for the next six months and just to make sure everything is okay and people are not going to be suffering with the the people who are actually affected by COVID-19. And like all the nurses, doctors, everybody's going to be super busy and stressful. It's going to be a stressful time for them. Absolutely. Huge shout out to them. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, So uh, I just want to touch a bit on like, what are your thoughts on um what was i saying i keep forgetting i'm sorry um i got so into this conversation but um i just want to like talk about so where can people find your workshops and like how do they get in touch with you what's your instagrams facebook what platforms do you Mm -hmm. use so i'm on instagram and facebook mainly um, okay. I do also post on Google and I have a meetup, um, group, but that's, mm-hmm. that's for more local stuff, but I am looking to bring okay. workshops online. So what I would recommend for people is follow me on Instagram at Jordan Kilpatrick Smith and on, I'll, I'll add the link in the bio. Fantastic. And on Facebook, my business page is thrive health solutions. Um, Perfect. Are you doing any workshops anytime soon? Well, there there were a few planned, but those have been canceled because of the COVID concerns. Right. I've thought about just turning them into online workshops, but... Yeah, that that's pretty brilliant. Like, that mm-hmm. works out. I think everybody's just doing business meetings online at this point because you have to do something, right? Yeah, absolutely. We can't just, you know, stop, stop working. 100%. So, um, All right. Right, for right now, the, the workshops are canceled. We're looking... Okay. I'm looking to bring them back starting April one, you know, getting, getting back into it. Um, and yep. if there's still COVID concerns going on, then at that point they will be online workshops, but I'll be updating everything on Instagram and Facebook as, as we go. Perfect. I just want to close with this uh, one question. I just popped up in my head mm-hmm. is that um, as a business owner, how like talk to me about like how, like when you when you pursue happiness 
the money flows in itself kind of a thing like like even as a business owner or even an entrepreneur how your focus should not be money and the the grind should be more on the process of the happiness mm-hmm. and the money flows kind of a thing because yep. because i feel a lot of people just pursue um, money and they put money on a pedestal and like you want to maximize your profits but the, it's the other way around yes kind of thing. so um <clears throat> i think we often pursue money because we believe that the the money like when we hit that magical number will make us mm-hmm. happy mm-hmm. but happiness is a choice and happiness exists right now it doesn't exist some point in the future and so as long as you're chasing something like that happiness in the future you're never going to be showing up in your business in the way that like i think really successful people do which is just endlessly passionate and you have when it comes from a right now and the happiness is right now and you're passionate about what you're doing you almost have like this unending store of energy to do the things that you want to do 100% and i think that and I, yeah sorry that leads to income yeah and, and like how how long has the business been running for um i really took it off the ground about six months ago so six months yeah. ago so fairly yeah new. and how like i don't want the numbers but like you, your business is doing pretty good you would say right like you're doing enough to like keep making yeah i make it more than i was as a personal trainer working full-time so well there you go so so there you have it guys like if you have if you put your happiness on first priority i think everything else does not matter and like money as important as money is it's not it's not going to it's not going to be better to replace that with happiness so put happiness as a first thing and money's going to flow with it yeah and i strongly believe that even if i'm like at zero i feel like i could go from zero to even six figures at some point if you just be happy and that's what it comes down yeah. to yeah absolutely 100% yeah, so I just believe that. And I want to say thank you for coming, Jordan. Thank you for having me. This was this is a lot of fun. This was really good insights. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, we should we should definitely hang a bit more cuz like you you're a cool dude and I think we relate on a lot <laughs> yeah, of factors. Yeah, absolutely. And we don't live very far away, so Yeah, 100%. You you know what? When you come to Hamilton, let me know. We definitely have to hang around. All right, man. All right, perfect. Thanks, man. Thanks for Thank you. Out. Talk to you soon. Have a yeah, soon. Take care, dude. Thanks.